What's up, guys? I'm Sean Lights Out Merriman, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolt Podcast. Thanks for listening. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolts Podcast. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what kind of jerk said that we should uh, just cut him in the offseason and save that <laughs> money, but that dude's an idiot, whoever that guy is. <laughs> Whether or not we're going to keep going for it on fourth downs, I don't know, but let's not put ourselves in that situation. Hey, Boat Fam, how's it going? It's your boy, Droid Ayers, hashtag Audible Chocolate. And I'm not here at the Herbert Hangar. I'm uh, actually broadcasting from home today because it is Thanksgiving for us here in the States. Uh, we're enjoying a great time off here with my family. Um, it is also the day after Thanksgiving here, so guess what that means? It's officially Christmas time, so my wife and daughter are out there putting up garland and lights, and I'm uh, I'm excusing myself to talk with you about the bolts. So uh, today it's going to be kind of a, a, a back-and-forth show with just me uh, and, of course, uh, my wonderful, wonderful co-host, the man who I owe all of this uh, wonderful fame to for bringing me into the fold, and that's John Waz Jr. here. How's it going, Waz? Hey, John. Happy holidays, buddy. Great to talk to you. Um, just a big shout out to Dan and Bez before we continue. They're both under the weather. Bez particularly not well, so hopefully we'll see those dudes back next week. I think I've just said to you before we came in, I think the only guy... Um, on this side of the pond that hasn't isn't suffering from sort of flu or something like that so I'm, I'm grateful to be sharing this uh podcast with you buddy yeah i'm uh you know i got over a pretty bad one uh, a few weeks back uh so you know I, I feel you as long as it's not the new uh the new variant that's out there in south africa yeah. just <laughs> stay away from that stay out of south africa um, and uh, just, uh, you know, be safe, everybody. So anyways, uh, so it's been a little while since we spoke, um, you know, with the holidays and everything going on, we ended up not doing our general recap uh, this earlier this week like we usually do. So what we're going to do is we're going to start this show off with a quick recap of kind of uh, the Steelers game, that exciting Sunday night football match. We're talk a little bit about what happened, how it goes, and then we'll kind of go into, of course, our big division rivalry game this weekend against the Broncos. So, Waz, did you watch the Steelers game live? Did you watch it on repeat? Have you watched it multiple times? (laughs) How do you feel about the game? I watched it live, and I'm suffering. Um, Tuesday, I was at work, midday, and I I worked with my wife, for those that you don't know, and I looked at her, closed the lid on my MacBook, and went, I can't do this. I am so beat. So I was, I'm grateful that I saw the Chargers getting the W. Uh, it was worth it. Um, us UK-based fans suffer a lot when you stay up all night and then the team loses. But we, thankfully, we got the win. I'm, I'm just grateful, okay, that we, we came away with that W because we nearly charged it. And I think we need to get rid of that terminology sooner rather than later. But that all depends on the team getting us over the line a little bit earlier in the game. I was fortunate enough to get on the Charger Chat podcast with Kevin earlier in the week. And I said the same thing I'm going to say now. Mike Tomlin's teams, uh, you know, they're hard. They play physical football. He will not allow them to, to sit on their laurels and just let games go by. They've not been particularly great this season, but they came at us, man. Big Ben had a great game. You know, one of the best games uh, of, of his season. His, his time's coming to an end in the NFL. But... I tell you what's really promising is the fact that we held Najee Harris to under 50 yards. I think we spoke about it, John, last week, saying that Najee was going to go on a run, maybe uh, a ton 50, and he didn't. So that's usually positive as well. But look, Herbert had another great game. And Mike Dubb out there on his own to get the winning touchdown. Woohoo! Brilliant, man. Brilliant. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what kind of jerk said that we should uh, just cut him in the offseason and save that <laughs> money, but that dude's an idiot, whoever that guy was. Yeah, look, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, look, John, I think it's indicative of the way this season's going up and down. You know, we're, we're going to talk about Denver shortly, but, you, you know, look at the teams that, that they've played recently. The Cowboys started hot and they're now falling off a cliff. And we saw Mike Williams coming out of the traps in the first four or five weeks of the season. And he's been a bystander since, since you know, until this um, this Sunday. But I think I think the main man of the, the show is Austin Eckler. Wow. Four touchdowns, two receiving, two rushing. Absolutely unbelievable. Let's just hope he starts getting some of the credit that he deserves, John, because he's he's absolutely brilliant, man. He's he's absolutely brilliant. And every week, we we never, yeah, we, he's had the odd drop. Show me a footballer this season that hasn't had the odd drop. But come on. Well, he's, I mean, I, I I will say it, it may seem like the receivers drop a lot of balls, but that's only because we're seeing all of our receivers drop a lot of balls. Correct. Easily, easily one of the, the worst in the pass catch rate. Uh, as far as in the league goes, so maybe we're used to seeing everybody drop balls, but that's actually not the norm. So let's not let's let's go let's not go too far and say, oh, he drops the odd ball. He drops a lot of balls. So, <laughs> what, what was your what was your takeaways from the from the game, John? What what did you like? What didn't you like? Um, so obviously, it was good to see the run defense stand up. Uh, you know, I, I think I tweeted this out during the game, but I mean, uh, I'm actually very disappointed right now to see that Jared Tillery might be coming back this week because I think that the line played better without him. Agreed. Um, you know, did they play better than with Lindall Joseph? I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, but you know, it 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 makes me think that the the staff needs to really look at the personnel and packages they put out there. And you know, maybe Tillery is a is a you know obvious pass down only D lineman because I mean, yeah, he's great at getting after the quarterback, but he's he's a complete liability and useless in the run game. And we saw guys step up. Um, you know, Fahoko, Fackerel, you know, all these guys stepping up on the, on the Justin Jones, stepping up on the defensive Andrew line. Brown. Yep. Yep. Uh, they all stepped up and they had a great game against, uh, you know, a pretty good rush defense. And granted the, the Steelers offensive line has been pretty poor. So it's not like they were going against the highest end caliber, but still, these are guys who are not starters, not getting first team reps on a, on any kind of a regular basis. And they went out there and put on a good show. So that was really encouraging. I thought the uh, special teams return game was pretty good. I think Andre uh, Roberts again uh, showed why he's kind of electric. He seems like he might be the most electric guy on the team. Uh, you know, I, w- I wouldn't hate to see him getting more involved on the actual offense itself, you know, get him a few more reverses and end arounds, maybe even draw him up a few kind of screens or whatever, just to kind of get him in space. Cause he, he seems like, you know, besides Eckler, one of our best, you know, kind of electric in space uh catching backs right now so it, it, yeah. would, it wouldn't hurt to get him going there so yeah i thought that was all good yeah agreed and i think he's still finding his feet with the playbook and things like that so i think we'll see more production from him going down the stretch uh but so you know we, we've got to assess this as a really good positive move by the front office to bring him in when they did so let's see how that goes but i, I mean speed we need, we need to get some pace and some speed in, in the team in the draft and i don't know if we're going to be able to do that because of what we need, but hey, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like I said, it is uh, you know, it's one of those things where you, you really just have to kind of see how it shakes out and see what kind of you know, see what they decide to do moving forward. I mean, Staley keeps preaching the fact that they assess the team after every game, they take time to look at what's working, what's not. So, hopefully. 
Um, you know, hopefully they're seeing what we're seeing. You know, another guy who's a bright spot, Donald Parham Jr. Again, yeah. looks really dangerous in the passing game. Uh, Jerry Cook had a few more drops, and you know, honestly, Cook may be done. This may be his last really useful season. And I get they brought him in. He knew the offense. He could help kind of. He could help the 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 pass catching room kind of figure out the offense and stuff. You know, and and that's great. But I I don't I don't know why they don't get Donald Parham Jr. more often, give him more looks. I mean, he's a beast. And even as far as yards after the catch, no, he's not going to break a long hundred yard touchdown run uh, with any blazing speed. But he's so hard to tackle that just getting him the ball with any space. He almost always turns it into an additional five or, or, or 10 yards after the catch uh, just because of his size and ability to kind of move. And I don't know if you saw some of those moves he had out there. I mean, I saw him throw a juke out there. I was like, what? What just happened right now? I mean, he, he's got some, he's got some nim, uh, nimbleness for a, uh, for someone who's like six, eight, six, seven or whatever. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I know Bez is a big fan of his and uh, I mean, staying with the Steelers game, I'm, I'm going to be a bit greedy here. It would have been like, you know, Keenan went for over a hundred yards it would have been nice to see him get a touchdown it would have been nice to see justin herbert rush for 100 yards you know um 10 yards of carry <laughs> wow you know it, that that dude was flying on uh, on sunday and then of course it would have been nice for for mike williams to to get 100 yards as well but you can't have everything and i suppose the most important thing is that we we came away with that w yeah it's it's uh again super important that we we're able to do that um you know i think that Ultimately, it you know people talk gloom and doom and how you know uh, about some of the bad things. And again, this team is not perfect. This team is not a Super Bowl contender. Nobody should think that. But they do have um, they do have an ability to kind of guts be gutsy at the end of games uh, and, and play hard. So I think that is something that we need to consider. But you know they're right in the thick of things. You know Kansas City has the week off, meaning if if uh, if the Bolts can go on and 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 beat. The Broncos this weekend that would put them tied at the same record as the Chiefs and with the current situation of tiebreakers we would be in first place in the West again we would we would have uh you know uh at least one home game so I think that's that's all things that we need to remember you know perspective on this whole thing we thought maybe they're a fringe playoff team going into the season you know we thought they had you know like a one percent chance to to win the division it would take probably multiple injuries we thought uh for them to compete for the division but look at them they're right in the thick of the division right now they're right in the thick of the playoff chase so you know there's there's a lot of positivity to be taken and you know what you look ahead at the schedule not a lot of tough games coming up yeah you know, you know you've got honestly we've got a lot of division games and you know if, if the chargers can for the first time and i don't even remember how long sweep the division if they were to do that then outside of the divisional games, who do we have left to play? The Houston Texans, not really a scary team, right? The New York Giants, definitely not a scary team. And then the Bengals, the team who I think is beatable, right? They're kind of like the Bengals kind of remind me of us, right? They're kind of up and down, solid quarterback play. Um, you know, the defense is good, but sometimes it has lapses. It gives up, you know, big games. So, you know, I think we match up well with the, with the Bengals. I think that could be a fun game. So, you know, there's not like a single game remaining where I look at the schedule and go, oh, we're definitely not winning that game. Right. Uh, before I would have said, well, I'm seeing the Chiefs game. I, I don't think we're winning that game, but we beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Now they got to come to SoFi and play on a Thursday night. Uh, Chiefs uh, historically not played well on Thursday nights. Um, so, you know, it just it, there's a lot of things in their favor moving forward. So, yes, there have been a few losses this season that were either ugly or just straight up blowouts. But you know what? There's plenty of games left for us to kind of get ourselves not only in playoff contention, but even divisional contention. So. Yeah, agreed. I think that the one thing that I would like to see this weekend is clearly a victory. But the fact that we are uh, a game behind the Chiefs, they've obviously played one more. We're in that position again, aren't we, where 
the ball's in our court again and we've got to overcome adversity against a divisional opponent and it's whether or not we can get over the line and prove to people that yes we are at the top of the uh, the AFC West on merit it's going to be really really irritating if we enter we uh, the, the following week um behind the chiefs because they have not been great by their own standards uh and i think you're absolutely right john we we the chiefs are there for the taking at sofi uh, this is the Chargers and this is the NFL. It's absolutely crazy. Some of the some of the scores last last uh, last weekend I was like, what on earth is going on there? You know, um, you know the, the, the Bills sort of uh, stubbed their toe again, didn't they? Last week, obviously won yesterday on Thanksgiving, but it's it's trying to keep pace. And the AFC is so competitive, it, it's ridiculous. Um, if you'd have said to me. Entering Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving weekend, we'll, we'll be we'll be chatting about the, the Chiefs being sort of uh, winning seven and five, Chargers being six and four, and the Broncos and Raiders being five and five. And I said, man, that you need to put money on that because that's probably two thousand to one. The, the, the bookmakers give those odds, but it's we've just got to be positive and, and go for it. And I'm a firm believer, and I always have been. Whatever the football's in Herbert's hands, that's where we're going to be the most dangerous. Um, there's, there's so many questions still on um, defence. And you're right, Jerry Tillery coming back. I think he needs to slot in on rotation rather than uh, starting the game because, you know, Justin Jones played 81% of the snaps last week, holding uh, Najee Harris to to, to a, uh, a, a low count. I think that's going to be really important again. Um, so, look, it's up to Brandon Staley. They get paid the bucks, but uh, Jerry's got a lot of work to do to win over some of the fans because he's not been great. Um, Asante Samuel, we're not going to see him clearly because of, of, of the concussion, which is but Linval Joseph's out. COVID, you know, and Matt Feeler limited uh, with an ankle injury. He'll probably play. Uh, he's been absolutely brilliant on the left-hand side with Rashawn and Slater and Corey Lindsay. So we, look, we've got we've got a chance. We've we've proven that we can blow teams out of the water. We've proven that we can compete with teams. But we've also shown that we can shoot ourselves in the foot again. And uh, we've also seen that sometimes we just don't get going, as we, we just saw against Baltimore. So it's kind of open the box. Which charges are we going to see on Sunday? And the closer I get to the game, the more optimistic I've got. Because I did have us down for a, a defeat. But let's see at the end of the show what we where, where we go with this one. Well, that's interesting. So, you know, looking at looking ahead at some of the score lines, it looks like Vegas has the Chargers as a as a minus three. Uh, again, you know, that means they're a three-point favorite, uh, which is interesting because they're on the road. And generally, the home team gets, uh, you know, you know, one and a half to two-point you know, to all the way up to three point kind of cushion for being the home team. So they're uh, the Chargers being a three point favorite is is a is a solid, almost a full touchdown favorite right now. So um, that's interesting to see that LA or that Vegas th uh, thinks that. Um, so we'll I'm see. Just checking the, I'm just checking the weather report while you're talking. Go keep going, man. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. You know, it's it's cold weather time, so we need to be careful what we're doing there in the weather. But so, you know, the, they seem to be favored. It's it's uh, it's in Denver, which is, you know, the the Broncos, regardless of how good or not they are, they, they've always they always play tough in Denver. So I expect it to be a tough game. I expect it to be a lot of um, 
uh, a lot of defense. Um, and, you know, I expect us to have a really tough game stopping the run. Again, you know, Najee Harris was great uh, to, to see them kind of bottle him up a little bit, and that was really nice to see. Um, it was nice to see the way that they handled Dalvin Cook. You know, they didn't bottle him up as well as they bottled up Najee, but they did a good job keeping him. Uh, but, you know, the one-two punch to Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon seems like it's going to be a tough one, right? It's going to be – Who's that second player? Never, never heard of him before. <laughs> uh, he's not bad. For, for a rotational uh, back, he's not bad. Uh, so he might be a free agent after this year. I don't know. Five touchdowns this season. Um, yeah. So look, he's going to be, he's going to be up for this game, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, everyone always talks about that revenge game, the, the anger, you know, I think it might be there. I think he might have that little bit of extra to try to, try to and you know, so the, the Chargers defense had better be up to snuff. The good news is, um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, while there are some really good pass catchers, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and obviously Jerry Judy, uh, all being really good um, pass catchers, we're going to have our troubles with our secondary. I think keeping them necessarily bottled up. Um, the good news is I, I don't I don't necessarily fear um, Teddy Bridgewater. He's an okay passer. He's he's nothing great. He's not an average guy. So I think you have the opportunity to if they can figure out a way to stop the run. Um, you know, I think they can keep Denver hopefully from scoring 40 points, but I don't know. We thought we didn't think that it was going to be a high scoring game versus uh, the Steelers either. And, and gave 37 <laughs> points. So uh, it's, 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 uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the defense uh, stands up. What are you looking for in this game? I mean, Michael Snow just made a point there about I'm a, I'm a nervous, I'm a confident, I'm quite confident. And what am I looking for in this game is just clean execution. What do I mean by that? For a start, you know, caps the football, <laughs> you know, Herbert has this, if I've got one criticism, Herbert has his tendency to air the ball down the field at Mac 12. And it, some, of those, some of the receivers have got no chance of catching that ball. But they're going to have to adjust to that or he's going to have to adjust. But just keeping things simple, if we start getting to a position where the the the, the our receiver core is getting closed out like we've seen in, in previous games, it, it's how we adjust and how we try and bring our running game into, into the fold. We had a great ground game on on um, on Sunday against the Steelers. I don't want to see Herbert leaving the pocket too many times because you're going to get hurt. You're going to come unstuck at some point. Somebody's out there to make a name for themselves. And it just takes one dude to trip, fall, and land on a, uh, Herbert's ankle, put him in the, in the trainer's room. Look, it's great. Herbert knows what he's doing. He'll see an opportunity. And he'll move the chains. That's That's part of his job. But I, I just want to see, I want to see some aggression. I want to see good tackling. Interestingly, going back to um, Teddy Bridgewater, he's five interceptions this season. And I don't think he's thrown one the last four games. And I can't remember when our last interception came. So, look, can we, can Brandon Staley force uh, Bridgewater into a position where he's, he's taking risky throws, you know, inviting the long pass? I don't know. Derwin James, I'm putting my hat on James to get a uh, an interception on Sunday, and I think it, it's it, it's long overdue. Not for him necessarily, but for that for those def defensive backs because we need everyone at the minute to stand up and make plays and just be countered. Because if we don't, as you've already mentioned, Denver are going to make it a really hostile environment. It's going to be cold, 67 degrees and sunny. Um, I was just checking there because I was expecting high winds and blizzards. We don't want high winds. Dustin Hopkins is, is is doing an okay job. He's not being perfect, but leaving points on the field. We can't afford that, John. Um, 
Whether or not we're going to keep going for it on fourth downs, I don't know. But let's not put ourselves in that situation. You know, let's let's get these drives going. Let's let's eat up the clock. I think we control the clock on on Sunday. I think we had the majority of time possession. So let's just let's just take let's just take the positives from Sunday's game into the game against Denver. I mean, Denver, their record um, one 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 four four defeats, two wins and a loss. I mean, I. You know, beating the Cowboys and then losing to the Eagles, they're the same as us. You don't know what you're going to get. I think on the on on the offense, I think we edge it because of our quarterback. But then the offense isn't playing against the offense, is it? So sometimes you kind of look at the two quarterbacks and say, who's going to edge this game? But it's it's how the defense is going to play. I think both teams are going to put some numbers on the board plus thirty. That's my that's my gut feeling. Yeah, you know, if, if you look at Denver overall, you know, and I, I like to look at the DVOA stats, you know, they're the 26th overall in defense, which is obviously not not very good. Um, they are 17th in passing defense DVOA and 28th in rushing defense DVOA. So it might be another opportunity for Austin Eckler to kind of prove himself and, and kind of carry this team again. Uh, you know, I, I think that there is definitely an opportunity for them to really, um, you know, feast on them. Uh, additionally, um, special teams DVOA, they're ranked 30th. So, uh, you know, this, finally a special teams that's just as bad as ours out there. So that's, that's good to see, you know, and obviously the Chargers, their pass defense. Uh, and again, this is cha- this is slowly changing over time, but there's still about 30 seconds in run defense, which again, does not match up well with Denver's uh, rushing offense, but they're number nine against the pass um, currently. And I know it didn't look that great last week, but I think that there were some extenuating circumstances that made the pass defense look a little bit worse. So uh, again, I, I think that this is actually a pretty good matchup. Um, it's just in Denver, right? It, Denver is always a tough place to play. No matter how good the Chargers might be or and how bad the Broncos might be or vice versa, it always seems to be a close game. And honestly, most AFC West games are close, right? We, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of AFC West matchups uh, amongst any of the teams that end up being blowouts, right? A lot of surprises, a lot of close games. So I am expecting a close game. I, I, I really am. So you know, it, it's it's going to be tough to see exactly kind of, you know, how they're going to figure out a way to stop the run. Because I think, again, if they can stop the run, I think it puts them in a good position because I just don't think Denver's offense um, as a whole really scares me. You know, um, it just it, it's just not that good, in my opinion. So um, I just, you know, I think they're, what, 20th or something like that in DVOA offense, 15th in the pass, uh, and they're only about 25th in the run, interestingly enough. Uh, oh, sorry, offensive DVOA, defensive DVOA. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. So, um, but anyways, they're uh, you know, like I said, their their offensive DVOA is not great, uh, and I just don't think Denver is it, they're they're middle of the pack. And I think if we can slow down the run, we can we can dominate this game. So uh, I do think though there are going to be some points scored, uh, but I think it's going to be a little. I, I think it's gonna it's not going to be as crazy as the Steeler game. It may not be on the limb. All right, saying it's not going to be you know two teams scoring about forty points. Obviously, that's that's not on the limb to say. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. But again, I don't I don't anticipate it being that high scoring. I think it's really going to be can the Chargers defense show up in both phases? Right? We had uh, um, we had the uh, the the passing defense has really been pretty pretty stout for most of the year, and the run defense has been a major liability. Uh, the last few games, it kind of seems to have flipped a little bit. The Chargers passing defense has just not been able to get off the field, but the run defense has been able to do a good job. So I think that's going to be important. I think. You know, penalties and special teams and, and sustained drives, I think, are going to be helpful. I think part of the reason we see some issues later in games with this defense is that they're tired. I mean, 
They yeah. are, you know, this offense has is, has continuously over ma- multiple games had problems staying on the field, right? They've had the the defense, the offense has a problem sustaining drives. Uh, they've had, they've had problems winning the um, the field position game, uh, especially with special teams giving up big plays uh, and penalties. So because of all that, it, it feels like the defense always seems to have their back on the wall. And you know, I I know you can tell me all day long that the EPA for the defense hasn't been that great, but you know what? If you look at it, they've played seven seven of their ten games have against have been against top sixteen, which is top half of the league, top sixteen offenses. Seven of them. In fact, I think four of those seven are like top like nine or 10 teams. Right. So uh, that's a pretty tough schedule for this defense to have, have gone up against. Well, the offense has only faced like three or four top um, uh, top 16 defenses. Right. So to be honest, the offense has had uh, an easier time than the defense. So uh, yet the offense seems to have, have had more struggles than the defense, in my opinion. And I think the offense is who's put the defense in a bit of a pickle. So has the defense been perfect? Absolutely not. They need to clean up the third downs. They need to clean up that that part of the field. But if they can, I think this team has definitely the opportunity to make a run here. And I think it starts by beating Denver. You beat Denver, you take first place in division, and guess what? They're in the driver's seat. They are in the driver's seat. They own their own fate. If they win out from this point on, they win the division. It's that simple. So, you know, the Chargers yeah. own their own fate. Yeah, I think obviously the, the couple, of, couple of points I want to touch on. Um, Joey Bosa playing inside. I think I think he got a lot of uh, uh, production out. I think it, it, it threw through the offense, it threw the, uh, the 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 Steelers. I think we'll see some more of that. And then, of course, we've got the inside track, haven't we? Um, the, the Staley Vic Fangio sort of uh, connection. So that's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. It's something uh, a point that I made about the, the Steelers game. You know. Brandon Staley is still learning as a head coach. He's got a brilliant mind and, and in my opinion, is, is a great leader uh, just from what we've seen on, on tape and on camera. Um, but again, he comes up against another wily set of, uh, of veteran coaches. So another big test for him, you know, is he's, he's, he's not in a... He's not in a position where he's got the luxury of of, of resting players, and you know we're, we're going to go into a, a game at seven and one or whatever. That that's not the case. And every week he's having to put his best foot forward and, and just hoping that the team hold it together. And what I mean by that is actually staying healthy on the field, because um, we we we've been in a position for for too long now where we've had these injuries and key players missing. And that is still the case on some extent. But one man who I am really, really keen to see playing on Sunday is Derwin James. He hasn't played a whole, <coughs> whole lot of AFC West football because he, he, because of his injuries. Um, so he was asked in, in midweek in, a, in, a, in the media about where he likes to play, where's his primary position. And his answer was wherever the football is. And this is why I think he will get an interception on Sunday. I mean, he's been so, so pivotal to, to how we've been playing. Um, I don't know what this season would have looked like, John, had we not got doing James. I think you said the other day when we're talking about Justin Herbert, sort of, he had that, was it week six, seven sort of falter and he sort of stumbled. I think you made the comment, what does this Chargers team look like without Justin Herbert? Well, we don't we, we don't beat the Steelers. That that is a fact. We don't beat the Browns, you know. And this is a tough sport. 
Everyone's out there, even even the Lions, who are awful. We watched those on Thanksgiving yesterday. They all want to go out and play football and make a name for themselves. Um, Sunday's game is going to be really tough. We just have to be tougher than them and hope that we get a bit of luck. We don't draw too many penalties and that we can make those field goals and extra points because I do not want to be sat here watching the Chargers with two minutes left in the fourth quarter chasing the game because that is not going to be good. I don't think my heart can take it, quite frankly, John. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to you, but I really have a feeling that this is going to be a close game. I think that it's going to be – I don't think this is going to be one of the things where they lead pole to pole. And I honestly, I think there's going to be a few different – lead changes late in the game. So I, I, I just, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that this game is, is going to come down to the wire. Um, I will say another positive part of the, of our offense that, you know, um, we've got a kicker who can make game winning field goals. So, you know, I, I, that makes me feel better. Um, you know, he's got a good leg. So, you know, and especially that thin Denver air, we got a little bit extra, extra yards on it. So it's going to be uh, interesting. Um, you know, you know, uh, Herbert looking for his sixth straight AFC West win. Mike, that's a nice little stat there. Michael Snow, thanks for coming in high. It is. Yeah, I mean. Considering we were sat here not so long ago saying the Chargers are 0-9 in two seasons the AFC West, that, you know, how things, how the tie can uh, can change. And let's hope we can keep that momentum going, buddy. I mean, let's be honest. If they can if they can go undefeated this year in the division, right, that means that they'll 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 have, what, three, four more games left. At this point, if they if they only win their division games left, they they're at ten wins, right? That's well, fringe that's playoffs right there, yeah. right? That's that's fringe right there. That's and that's just if we win the division games, right? And then we have games against two of our worst opponents this year, which is going to be the Texans and the Giants, right? Those are going to be the worst opponents we've played all year. So that there's a path to twelve wins there. There's a path the, to twelve. Did the Texans beat Tennessee on Sunday? Am I dreaming? Uh, Tennessee's Tennessee has some real issues without Derrick Henry. Tennessee's one of those teams that like I really hope to make the playoffs because I I think we match up well with them. I think we yeah. match up well against the the Bills as well, right? We can beat the Chiefs. I honestly the Ravens are the scariest team uh, in the playoffs to me. So hopefully yeah. if we can end up on the other side of of the bracket and not have to and hopefully somebody else knocks them off, that would be best case scenario because I think this team does match up well against a lot of these other potential uh, playoff teams. So you know, there's <laughs> two teams I want to avoid in the playoffs. Buffalo on the road because it's going to be like minus twenty five. Ah, Herbert can manage it. He was in Oregon. Yeah, look, I've got I've got faith. The the guys, the, you know, modern. Look, look, if it gets cold and snowy, right, and they have to rely on on a ground game, do you know who has better ground game? The Chargers. The Bills have a crappy ground game. Yeah, yeah. Zach Moss ain't it. Devin Singletary <laughs> ain't it. Josh yeah. Allen is probably their best runner. And to, if you ask me, I think Herbert's a better runner. So we've got a better running quarterback. We've got a better uh, running back in Austin Eckler, um, so I, I think that the you know give me a snow game, man. I, I think well, the Bolts could be a surprisingly good snow team. The, the other team, uh, two teams, I, wanna... I don't want to see: Patriots, Ravens. Don't want to see. Well, you just said it for me. It, for me, I said Buffalo in in Upper State, New York, and, and the Patriots. But look, the Patriots, <laughs> the Patriots have got their got, got their handle on us, but that has to change at some point. But unfortunately, New England are playing really well at the minute. But yep, the fact that we're together. sat here going into this Thanksgiving weekend, talking about a chance, you know, we, you know, we're in the hunt at the minute for a wild card spot. There's an awful lot of football to be played between now and week 18, and, and it's the, the, it's in our hands. We've just got to get over 
another tricky game on Sunday. But look, the team knows that. Denver know it. They love nothing more than to knock the Chargers uh, out of their stride again. But I do think we're going to see at least three more disappointing defeats going on. I think I've, I've predicted us at 10 and 7 to finish the season, which would be which would be, would be great considering the last two seasons that we've had have been absolutely dreadful. But I want to, I just want to see some, some one or two games where we can sit there in the fourth quarter. I'm going to go and make a cup of tea, not microwave though, John. <laughs> and just, just listen to the game while, you, while you've got the kettle or rather than sat there you know, thinking, oh, my Lord, here we go again. Um, somebody get me a doctor's note because I'm not going to go to work tomorrow. But, look, we, we can't expect to, to blow teams out this this season. I don't, there's been very few games across the entire um, AFC, NFC, um, where teams have been blown out. I mean, how many shows have we had this season? I think we've only had a couple, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it's couple. So you know it's uh what what's your prediction? What's your score predictions? Michael's gone 22-21. Close one. Um, so I will say this. I know you think that 10 wins is is their I honestly I think they're an 11 win team. I think they're a playoff team. I think eleven, honestly, again, I, that, I that that's I think, interesting because when I was on the charger chat pot, Kevin said 12, 12 wins. I, I think eleven or twelve wins is really doable. I mean, again, I think the Giants, Giants, we're at six right now, right? You've got Giants, Texans, who I think are going to be, should definitely be wins. I think we beat the the Broncos at least once. I think we beat the Raiders again, right? Because I I just, I just don't think, I don't, I think we match up well against the Raiders, right? That's four right there. That's 10. That's 10 wins right there. That means after those 10 wins, you just got to beat KC at home, which on Thursday night, which we've, we've already beat them in KC. You got to beat Denver, you know? Um, two, uh, one, uh, both times. So if a second against them, or you got to beat the Bengals, who again, I don't, you're in Cincinnati, but I just don't think the Bengals are that good of a team. I think they're an okay team. I think that's a winnable game. So those Bengals are one game, of those three. Bengals are last game? No, 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 no. Raiders. Raiders, sorry. In, Raiders. in Las Vegas. Okay. So here's a, here's a question. You are Brandon Staley. Right? I'm putting you on the spot. We've made the playoffs with a game to go. What do you do in that final game against the Raiders? Do you go for it and change the team, or, or do you rest everybody? Uh, it just depends. If um, it depends on how it, on on where we're at. Like, I mean, if it's basically we are locked into the um, the wild card spot, then that's fine. I don't care about wild. I don't care if we're the first or second wild. Just whatever. We're wild card. It is what it is. Um, but if there's no bearing. Then I rest. It just depends, right? Like, what if the, I mean, there's a, honestly, there's a very good chance if we get to 11 wins or we're on the verge of 11 or 12 wins, we're in the division fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, because again, just at, at the Chiefs aren't unbeatable. The Chiefs can easily lose a number of their upcoming games, right? Uh, so I, I, I honestly, I think this might be one of those years where the entire AFC West is decided in the last couple of weeks. That, that yeah. Thursday night game versus Kansas City could be for the division. Or the game against Vegas after that could be for the division. It could be any time, right? So um, it, it's going to be an exciting couple. It's going to be exciting second half of the season. I, I I can't wait to see what happens. But let's get back. None of that matters. All that matters is we get the W in Denver this weekend, which I do think we're going to do. I think we beat Denver. 
I think the game is a little bit more high scoring than I would have originally thought, but I think not as much. I think it's 27 to 24. Last second field goal wins it. 27-24 bolts. <laughs> okay. That's it. Well, I, I said both teams are going to go over 30. Okay. So I've got 34-31 charges. Okay. Okay. So hey, we're all we're all thinking charges win. I think they do. I really think they do. Uh, but Denver's scary. They do scare me. So if we can handle them in Denver, I'll feel much better about 11 or 12 wins because I, I feel like we're much more confident than beating them in LA. You yeah, know? and I think I think if you I haven't spoken to her inside the Denver camp, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there'll be people sat there going, I don't want to play against Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, you know, and they'll be they'll be looking to shut those guys down. Um, yeah. they won't they won't like the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is gonna face Joey Bowser. I mean, let's be honest. Who on this planet wants to play football against Jerry Bowser? Nobody in your right mind. He is a tier one pass rusher. Simple as that. So they've got to be concerned about us and they should be concerned about us because if they underestimate us, um, you know, they're going to come and start. I mean, Noah Fan, I, I expect him to score a touchdown. He just seemed to pop up at the right place at the right time. You know, veteran tight end. Um, they've got some good pieces there. Let's stuff Melvin Gordon. Let's hold him to 25 yards. That'd be superb. <laughs> so, anyways, I think it's going to be exciting. Again, our last two games are home for Denver at, at Las Vegas. You know, those could be really important for the division. Uh, the Chiefs don't exactly have the easiest schedule. They've got basically the same schedule as us, except they don't have those easy games, those non-division games that they have left are against the Steelers and the Bengals. Both of them are again, like I said, yeah. None of not, neither of them are elite. Oh, those are definitely lost teams, but they're both puncher's chance teams, teams that could come in and go, you know what, we're gonna win this game. So I think, you know, and then they play Denver, Las Vegas, us. Um, so I, I think that the you know, when it comes to you know schedules moving forward, I think we have a slightly easier schedule uh than the uh Chiefs, but I think both of us, you know, we're it's gonna be down to the last few weeks for the division. I think that they are I really do think that they challenge for the division. Uh, whether they win it or not, it's going to be tough. We already have a game in hand, which is nice. But I think we start out with a nice divisional win against the Broncos, uh, and we move on from there. How did you, how did did you speak to your dad after the game? Because your dad's a Steelers fan, isn't he? Yeah, he uh, you know he was obviously disappointed. He said it was a heck of a game. It was very exciting. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was also very he was also not pleased with the two hour exit time uh, out of the <laughs> stadium. But you know, I tried to warn him, but you know, it is what it is. Look. He got he got a good pair of tickets for free, so he didn't. Yeah, he, he, can't, he can't have too he can't have too many complaints. Did did he take his towel in? Did he? He did. Yes, he is. He's got a blanket. He's got a towel. He's got you know a jacket. He he was stealing it up. But my mom had her had her Herbert jersey that I bought her for her birthday. Uh, she had you know a blanket. She had everything she needed to counteract his stealerness. So yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool, man. Um, yeah, well, look. Hopefully we'll be out there, myself, Dan, and Bez will be out there next next year with you at the SoFi, but still don't know what's happening. Government is still dithering around. Um, for now, it's just Game Pass and lots of red eyes and, and uh, long weeks. All right. Well, it is what it is, but, you know, hey, enjoy the game this weekend. It's yep. a, uh, another 1 o'clock game for you guys, so enjoy that. Uh, but, hey, afterwards, you've got 10 a.m. games, multiple 10 a.m. games coming up. You've got the... Um, yeah, the Bengals and uh, uh, and the uh, Texans all at 10 a.m. Yeah, which uh, don't 
don't tell the wife, but I'm trying to figure out a way to fly out on Christmas night to go catch to meet up my buddy. Oh yeah, uh, you in, said in, in Houston for that uh, for that game the day yeah. after Christmas. We'll see how that flies with her. John, if you if you get a leave app or a leave applications, uh, leave apps are a military term. If you get a leave app for that game, yeah, wow, I'll, that, I'll put that it, is. I'll put in my chit. I'll put in my chit. See what happens. You need to buy her some really good Christmas gifts, buddy. <laughs> Not holding her up. But. Not holding my breath for that, but we'll see. I think, look, te Texas. I think the Texas game will, will be will, will be good. Um, it's I, I think. Fit? I think is he, is he play, yeah. he played last yeah. week. He's, yeah, yeah. he's he's fit. He had two touchdowns. Good for Tura. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it'll be, be a bit, well a hostile crowd there as well. So uh, uh, and it's in the war. In, we don't want to play Houston? too many cold games. In Houston, it's a dome, man. It's and nobody's going to be there. It's going to be Houston in week. Whatever is that? 14, 15? 14. Like they're battling for a first round draft pick. That's all they're battling for, right? So. Yeah. Well, look, I think I think that first overall pick's gone to de uh, to the Detroit Lions, isn't it? Because well, man, I don't know. That guy, did we'll you see see the game yesterday? Oh, that was garbage, man. I mean, at one point, I was watching the game. At one point, the Lions had the ball on the on the Bears' twenty nine yard line, so they're at least in field goal range. Right when they at first down and ten, and they had multiple penalties, and then they had a bad kick, and this. <laughs> And they ended up that after starting first and ten on the Chicago twenty nine. The Bears started with the ball on the Chicago thirty two. I know. They they basically gave them the ball with two and two yards from that point. How do you do that? I mean, and at the end of the game, I mean, like I, I said, I'll tell you how I, you I, do that. You get coached by Anthony Lynn. Oh, Anthony Lynn, so bad. Oh, Dan Campbell, so bad. That that time management at the end of the game, they blew. They they had to call two timeouts in a row, which is a penalty, by the way. They had to. They weren't even lined up. Like they had a timeout because they didn't like what they saw or whatever, right? So then the, then they go back out there, and then they're not lined up again after the timeout. They have to blow a timeout, giving the team five yards, and then the defense that they throw out there on third and five. They're playing five yards off the receivers on third and five. It's just great. Oh, complete lack of uh, yeah. complete lack of discipline. No one seems to know what they're doing there. That that is a that is a bad bad football team. Yeah, Def they uh, definitely get the first overall pick. If I'm a, you know what? If I'm a if I'm a, if I'm a potential NFL, you know, superstar coming out of college. I'm not declaring for the draft this year because I don't want to go to Detroit. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that says the smartest thing Justin Herbert ever did was to stay uh, to stay out of the draft one extra year, just so they could end up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Snow. They ran it up the middle on a twenty-nine for no game. That's you know classic, Clinton, right? Classic Anthony Lynn. Correct. You... They'll never, they'll never see it coming. <laughs> That's exactly what we did last season. I mean. Who did we play? What was it Denver we played when Herbert put some like 300 yards in the first half? Are oh, we just going to run the football for the second half because we want to confuse them? No, you've just confused our entire offense. So now we've put yeah. up about three net yards. How look, he's, he's got to be done in the NFL, hasn't he, John? Uh, I mean, he's he's a well-respected person. He's a good person. He's a good like coach, coach. I yeah, guess. yeah. So I think he gets. I, I I can see him getting a low level job, like a like a running backs teams. coach again. Yeah, running backs coach, maybe a yeah, specialty group, maybe assistant head coach plus running back coach kind of thing. You know, I I can see that, right? Um, but yeah, he should. I, not I, mean, be, I just he should not be in charge of a whole unit ever again. I don't understand how you run the football on a third and twenty nine, unless you've got Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb 
on Ladalian Tomlinson from 20 years ago on, well, on the, the same roster. That's the great part of it. I don't. I think that their best running back, DeAndre Swift, was out, so they're running with Jamal Williams at that point. It's like, what's Jamal going to do? Even the, the, if you gave him a massive gap, Jamal's best case scenario is like a 15 yard run. Best case scenario, like the, the, those um, those Detroit fans, they must be right. absolutely sick to the back teeth of their team. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Anyway, did you see right. any? I mean, I, I didn't see any of the other games. Um, it was it was obviously getting getting. Uh, I watched the I watched the Dallas. Uh, I've seen the highlights. Game. Yeah, I'm, what, oh, Dallas, Dallas. Man, what are they doing? I mean, you can blame the referees all you want, but that team just did not look in sync. They looked bad. So this uh, is what we spoke about before, wasn't it? You know, the Steelers getting hot last year and they they fell off a cliff, and that seems to be happening with Dallas. But it's still middle of the season, so they they've got time to. They've got they've got time. To I mean, recover. there's there's seven and four. They've got yeah. time to recover. They're they're. I mean, they're in the AFC least, so you know they've got a nice cushion between them and. But the, the the Giants and the Eagles, you know, like it's not exactly a barn burner of a division. So and the and the Redskins, or sorry, the Washington, Washington football team. Washington football team. Sorry, Washington, <laughs> sorry, censored, censored. Washington football team. So I mean, they've got three pretty bad teams in their division. So it's not like they need to really they could probably lose the rest of the games and still make the playoffs at seven and ten. Like I'm not even joking. The Cowboys at seven and ten could probably make the playoffs in that division. So, you know, they don't really need to win too many more games, to be honest. I one think, or two uh, more. I think one. I, I think basically one or two more wins seals. They, they'll they'll clinch the division at that point. I, I think there'll be some uh, head coaching changes in the NFC. Seattle. I think Pete Carroll. That could be his last season. No, 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 no. no. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's got a blank check there. I don't think they ever fire him. To be really? Honest, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Stuttering team, man. He's uh, won the Super Bowl, back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, but. No, I don't know. I can see him getting moved on. They, they, they. If, seem... St- if Staley won back, if Staley won a Super Bowl and got us the back-to-back Super Bowls, I would erect a statue of him in front He'll of our, in front of our practice facility, and he could be our lifetime coach. So I'm sorry, I just don't think Seattle's in a position to be like, hey, we're gonna go fire Pete Carroll unless he unless they put up some really really bad game, bad bad seasons in a row. Then maybe, but I, I just think he gets them to a good enough level where they're at the very least in the conversation each year of, of potentially being in the playoffs, right? Like wild card. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to, to coach them to, you know, a, a three and 15 record or whatever, three and 14 record anytime soon. So we'll see though. Where are you watching the game on Sunday? Uh, I don't know. Probably just from home. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so happy days. Okay, right. buddy. Let's catch up next week. Let's hope we uh, walk away with a big fat W. Yep, we'll chat uh, on Tuesday about uh, about the win and what it means and what it feels like yeah. to be first place in the AFC West division this late in the season. It'll be amazing. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll get, get, we'll get some content up on the website tomorrow. Chargedupbolts.com. We've also got the Charged Up Bolts uh, newsletter uh, edition. One went out. Follow the socials for that. Find us on Facebook. You'll see the link on there. But uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday. Enjoy the Christmas tree hunting tomorrow. Are you going today or tomorrow? Uh, the day, actually. As soon as I log off here, we're going to head cool. off to the Christmas tree farm. So we'll, enjoy we'll and a uh, big happy holidays to all our listeners across the pond. Bolt up, bolt up, everybody.